<laughs> it's Loving the Strange with Carrie Jones and Sean Farrar. Loving the Strange, a podcast for weirdos and those who want to be weirder. Embrace the strange. New episodes every Saturday, live streaming Fridays. Loving the Strange. Check us out. Hello. Welcome. Are we live? Yeah, we're live, but you're, oh, you're muted. Are you supposed to be muted? Yeah, I'm supposed to be muted, baby. All right. I wish I had that. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but we're in the (laughs) same room, and that's a worry. I know. Um, I'm going to have to stand up for a heartbeat. Dee is here. Hello, Dee. Hello, Dee. Shawnee. Oh, I saw your bum bum, Shawnee. Did everyone hear him groan? So I have bronchitis, and our um, internet on the island went out about a half hour ago. So I'm a little bit panicky about this live podcast, in which I've already been abandoned by my co-host. Oh, we'll be all right. We'll be all right, baby. All right, all right, all right. That's right. Um, and <clears throat> this podcast is about dangerous holiday things. Hopefully, Dee has a story. <laughs> Because we don't have any. I, I got, I got, I got a. You got a story. What do you call it there? Websites. You got websites. Websites. Huh? You got I'm websites, Grandpa. It's been three freaking weeks, dude. I know it's been a long That's time. Too long for me. I know we forgot how to do it all. Like Ugh. we forgot how to play live. We forgot how to make the intro. We forgot how to tell people that the podcast was happening. We forgot everything. But anyway, that one was a specific holiday danger. What is your specific? Is it food poisoning? No, it's toys. Banned toys. I was gonna like guess, babe. Oh, you were? You did guess. I, I was I'll gonna like one guess. You know that's my rule. That's not fair. That's <laughs> not fair at all. I learned about George Washington's teeth today. I feel uh, like that would make a dangerous holiday. Wait a minute. Are we gonna are we gonna trust the stand up comedian no, as our source? I, I I trust my internet source, which was George Washington's like museum. Oh, yeah. Well, was he but, accurate? Yeah, like the man had no teeth. Like he started losing his teeth by the time he was 24. And that could make a very, very dangerous holiday. Because if you're eating like the Christmas goose or a good latka, like yeah. then like you could lose even more teeth. Like his teeth legit started to come out at 24. Half of his correspondence is like, I need new dentures again. Like it was nasty. How does your teeth do your teeth just come out? They're rotten. So they have to be pulled out? Yeah. Oh, that must have been fun. I know. Back then. I know. Holy did they like crap. pump them full of like opium or something? Like what did they do? Oh well. Just hold them down and say, bite this piece of apple tree, George yeah, but Washington. Then they can't work in his mouth if he's biting down or something. Dude, it's nasty. Nasty. Well. And like how do you have how do you have any riz if you don't have any? Oh my god! Did you just learn that today? No, I'm just into it today because it was a New Yorker, a New York Times article, but I knew it before. I taught today. Speaking of dangerous holiday things like teaching your older relatives words, I taught Sean the word for riz. Oh yeah. I mean the word. I was not familiar. Uh, all right. Here we go. We got something from D. Do you want to read it? Sure. Come here. So it's not about the holiday, but it goes. It kind of goes with band toys. All right. As a kid, my brother and my cousin liked to play Mortal Kombat on the Sega. Well, my grandma caught my uncle's playing, and she saw blood. So we never played it at her place after that. What? <laughs> so. so Mortal Kombat was it, got banned. Was it the blood on the screen or your uncles were being bloody? Probably the blood on the screen. Wow. That's interesting. You know, I always thought I had a favorite band toy. Yeah. And I'll tell you what that was later. Was it Rudolph? No. But it's been surpassed. I have a new favorite and I'm not even familiar with this one. 
Okay, I'm ready. But you remember Cabbage Patch Kids, right? Yeah. Well, this was a particular version of Cabbage Patch, which was released in 1996. Was it Garbage Pail Kids? No, Justin. Time for the Christmas season. It was called Snack Time Kid. Oh, you're you're like freezing for me. Oh, no. Nah. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but I don't know if it's because Spectrum Internet is having oh, issues. Oh, you're not frozen for me. Oh, that's good. Anyways, the Snack Time Kid came with an assortment of plastic food that you could feed at the, the Cabbage Patch. <laughs> and the Cabbage Patch actually ate the food. But then you could dig around on his back and get it back out of the box. So it wasn't really a cabbage patch. It was like a cabbage patch. It was a cabbage patch model whose mouth moved and it ate food. Plastic food. And it was dangerous because? Because once you put something in there, the mouth didn't start chomping until the food product passed the back of the mouth. So kids would get their finger or their hair stuck in there. No! And that thing would never shut off. No! Yeah. That's terrible. I love that. Oh, man. It's horrible, but, you know. Oh, man. <clears throat> Dee said the blood was on the screen, and now that she's older, she realized they could have just turned it off instead of hiding. <laughs> so funny. And Dee can hear us, and we're not currently frozen, so that's, that's good. good. Um, do you have another one? Or you want me to go? Oh, I don't care. All right. Go ahead. So I didn't go down the toy lane. I went down the food lane because in my house, as some of you know, um, there were very definite rules about whose food you could eat on holidays. Really? Yeah, because my nana couldn't cook. Like my great, oh, oh. my great nana, my <laughs> nana, my nana. You mean, I, you mean whose food it was safe to eat? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So my nana, Rena Philbrick, with her name, and she was a brilliant, brilliant woman. Very smart, very strong, lived to 101 or something like that, right? Right? Right. You listening? I was listening and watching it up. All right. So my nana, Rena Philbrick Morse, she was a terrible, terrible cook. She could not cook anything. She got people sick off of like um, celery with cream cheese in it for an appetizer. And so that was the only thing my mom would even let her make until that happened. And then everybody was like, Nana, you just put peanut butter in the celery because you couldn't get like that couldn't spoil. Like she would leave things out on the counter for so long. Really? Yeah. And like she made cream puffs once, but I think she actually bought them and they were like the most horrible things in the entire world. Like people were like throwing them up out of their mouths. Really? Like at the party. Yeah. At an office party and at holiday parties, my entire family was very well known for, um, I think you remember this story maybe was my, I was just a baby and my cousin Marky was just a baby. And we went up to Lake Winnipesaukee where my uncle Dick and my aunt Maxine lived. And at aunt Maxine, also a very, very brilliant lady could not cook. Right. So she stuffed the Turkey the night before and left it on the counter to thaw. Yeah. And, um, (laughs) it was a vomitous thanksgiving and the only people who didn't get sick were the babies so that was marky and me and aunt maxine and uncle dick fortunately were the wealthy people of the of the family um and so they had a lot of medicine but also ever since that day they catered thanksgiving (laughs) like if you went to their house for thanksgiving everybody'd be like is Maxine cooking or are they catering? And everybody would be like, it's catered. And they would be like, okay, we're coming. But if Aunt Maxine was cooking, like, no. But to be fair, she was so smart. She was like, I'm never cooking again after that. No way. Yeah, it was a win-win. Yeah. But isn't that terrifying? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So anyways, I was looking at food things because to me, holiday badness is often associated with food, right? And You know, a lot of people travel, they visit their families for different holidays, and they travel with the food, or they are on Maxine, and they just leave it on the counter. So you just want to always be really careful 
with your food. And that is our, our point today. But one, <laughs> that's but, our point of this one second. That's one second. But what but what I thought was really funny is that the New York Post has this whole article about holiday disasters, right? And all of them are so dumb. No offense to the New York Post, but are it's they a, food related at all? Yeah, they're all uh. like all food related and it's like 50 top no the top 50 christmas disasters so you're like oh my god like their house exploded because someone like put a greasy turkey thing like next to a propane heater or like you know what i mean yeah but they're all like number one burnt turkey number two burnt burnt stuffing number three (laughs) undercooked roast potatoes i'm like dude none of that is a disaster like that's like another source. That's an unfortunate event, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't think forgetting the gravy right when you're serving dinner is necessarily a disaster. Oh, uh, that one might be. Oh, MG. More so go. than a burnt turkey. But like with the right gravy, you can salvage a burnt turkey. <laughs> but they they had other ones specifically for Christmas that weren't with food, like uh, yeah. Like having the Christmas tree fall over, or you run out of bread while you're making a Boxing Day sandwich. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? No, no, it's the New York Post, man. Oh, that's right. Um, Susie says there was a doll that would eat pee and poop. I remember that one. You do? Yeah. I yeah. Did. yeah. I'm pretty sure I had these little round turds that were like. Like rabbit pellets. Round turds. Yeah. Turds. I don't know what you fed it. I don't remember. Maybe it was the same thing. Maybe it was chocolate going in and poop coming out. That's so nasty. You just had to use your imagination. That's so nasty. Do you have another one? I'll tell you about my next, what used to be my number one band toy in the U.S. Okay, what is it? Jarts. You remember Jarts? I kept thinking... SH. Shirts? Yeah. No, but that's a game we should make. <laughs> no. Jarts. Long, long darts. darts, right? Yeah. yeah. Long yeah. darts, but the name was with a J. And that was the number one most dangerous toy? No, in my head. Oh. I always thought it was like the best one. <laughs> Did you like go running after your brother like with jarts? No, credit? no. Jarts were, uh, I think jarts were banned. Before my brother was even born. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? They were banned? Uh, I'd have to do some math to know that for sure. But <laughs> yeah, they were banned in 1988. Oh, no. Man. Oh, I know. No, my brother was born. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny that you could have that. have already been banned in my family by then. I don't know. Oh, really? My mom was pretty much like, you know, like your mom. Mommy Protecto. Mommy Protecto. But I did, did used, I did used to play with the jerks. You did? Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those kids' stories. I think it's just like the slow elimination of natural selection. Because by bathing them, that's what you're doing. <laughs> you're taking away the natural selection. <laughs> Anyways. No offense. It's Your okay. kids ever been hit in the head with a jerk. With a jerk. All right. Susie has a has a has a story. Susie said, My mom tried to live out the song Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. You know that song? Huh? You know that song? Yes, I okay. know. I know a Molly version of that too. Do you really? Of course. Okay, so anyway, Susie said, My mom tried is it too naughty to read for like sing on Facebook? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. We need to get Actually, safe. I can't remember for we need a, it to sing it, so. We need a safe podcast place that people can come so you can be naughty without us worrying about getting kicked off Facebook. Oh, you mean uh, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. All right, so Susie said, My mom tried to live out the song Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire when she put a cast iron frying pan full of chestnuts in the open fireplace without poking a hole in the chestnuts first. <laughs> I didn't know that would happen, but I, I can definitely see that. Us kids ran for cover when they started exploding and flying across the room. 
I never knew you had the poke holes in them, but I can definitely see them exploding. Can you imagine? From the pressure. <laughs> oh my gosh, Susie, how old were you when that happened? That sounds terrifying. Oh, that's hilarious. <clears throat> hilarious i'm like that's so scary sean that's the funniest thing i've ever heard in my entire life dude that's so scary uh, when i was all right i'm gonna tell stories because um i feel like i have to so why? i don't know you just threw one up um so oh d threw one up yay ready yeah. do you want to read it sure all right d said he said i have a band toy as a kid, I had the Fisher-Price doctor kit with a stethoscope and everything. And my brother was supposed to be a sick patient, but he wasn't sick. I put a sunflower, <laughs> I put a sunflower seed in his ear, but it got stuck. <laughs> he had to go to the emergency room. That's terrible. <laughs> he still that's, loves you, though. That's homemade operation game that's... right there. <laughs> you got buzzed out, me. <laughs> That's so terrible. Your poor brother. Your poor parents. Uh, Susie was eight and the youngest was two. Yeah, for the... Can you imagine like a two-year-old and an eight-year-old running around? <laughs> chestnuts like blowing up everywhere. Have a shrapnel flying around. Yeah, like that's amazing. Loud noises probably too. Oh my gosh. Oh no. D said the kicker was he laid in my lap and let me put it in his ear. Dang. He's such a little sweetie face. I know. How old was he? I know. Hopefully that wasn't too big of a breach of trust. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, her brother never trusted her again. That's right. <laughs> Do you remember clackers? No. No? Maybe. Hey, we're not that far apart in years. We are. Oh, well, well, we are. well you were in New England. Oh, I feel two, like that's a dig. It was too. What are you doing? I'm I'm doing things while you're talking. You're distracting our viewers with your pictures. Oh, my gosh. Anyways. <laughs> Tell me about the clackers. It was two acrylic balls on the end of a string. And you oh. hold it in the middle, and, and you can move your hand and then clack off of each other. Like, you really had nothing to do in Florida. The idea was to get it going as fast as you could make those balls bounce. So it wasn't uncommon to get your hand smashed in between them on occasion. <laughs> but the real danger was that if you got them going fast enough, sometimes they would just explode. Really? Yeah, like break the acrylic and that. It was a huge danger for the shrapnel, just like, just like Susie's chestnuts. I love how like we get on these themes of like, of um shrapnel. Yeah, or like explosions. I have an exploding Christmas tree story, sort of. You did. Can I tell my story now? You want to finish up with Dee first? You don't want me to tell my story. I know. She right. answered your question. Dee said, "Uh, three, five. three to five. <laughs> I can't remember. He's still totally trusting me." Aww. I kind of had something like that, except mine was on a stick, and I used to love making loud noises. Yeah, that was a new version on a stick. Clacker, <laughs> Clacker on a stick. On a stick. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, baby, what's your exploding Christmas tree story? You don't want to hear it. I've been waiting all this time. You're such a lying liar who lies. Oh, have, where's our dingy? Uh, uh, this is the lying bell that Susie sent. Remember? Yes, I forgot about that. It kind of has a Christmassy feel I'm to it. Hide that. Um, no. <laughs> um. Oh wait, hold on. Susie said, "Sean, my sibling and I played lawn darts. The game was to see who was brave enough to stay inside a hula hoop while the others threw their darts." <laughs> see what I'm saying? I had such a nonviolent childhood compared to you all. Like, <laughs> I didn't even have clackers. I didn't even like hit acrylic balls into each other. I was so nonviolent. <laughs> like, I feel like I kind of missed out, honestly. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, That's right. All right. So, you lived through it. <laughs> you As lived did through Susie it. And, her <laughs> and so did D. Um, 
I can't even imagine what my mom would have done if I had put, if somebody put a seed into my ear. Because I was the youngest, so it would have uh, been my ear. I know. Um, all right, so when I was married to somebody else who was not Sean, because I am a divorcee, um, that someone else um, put up a Christmas tree, but they were not very mechanically inclined. I, too, am a bit mechanically challenged, right? So the first thing that happened that year is that our Christmas tree fell over. And it was falling over onto Emily. Emily was like three, I think, at the time, two or three. And she had just dealt with a terrible pot roast gravy burn. And I was in Mama Hulk zone. And I was like, not my baby. And I ran. And I got this dang tree and, like, held it up. But I fell because the tree was really big. And, like, so I was, like, trying to hold up this tree get my child out from under the Christmas tree because in my head she was going to die if the Christmas tree fell on her. Uh-huh. Um, And like all these ornaments were like broke. So I'm like, run, Emily, run! Because I didn't want her little bare feet to get like glassy, shardy Christmas ornament breaking, right? And so I couldn't, I didn't, I was at such a weird angle that I couldn't get the tree back up. Um... And so we had to, like, and I was, like, yelling for help, but we lived at the end of a cul-de-sac, and no one heard us because it was winter and all the windows were closed. So I don't know what I was doing. I was being a little drama. And then somehow, Emily got me the phone, and I think I called our local Y, and Rob Eaton, who ended up being the town manager in Sullivan and a state rep, came and, like, saved me and got the tree off of me and got it, like, to stand up in proper Christmas tree way. Emily didn't get hurt. I was barely scratched. And that was step one of the Christmas tree adventure, right? Yeah. All right. So then the second part of this Christmas tree disaster was, you know, like in New England, if you have a Christmas tree and that's the holiday that you celebrate, you have to get rid of the Christmas tree eventually, right? Because it'll brown out and catch fire in your living room. It won't live That's forever. what the neighbor's backyard is for, baby. Florida. <laughs> so my same <clears throat> not very mechanically adept husband, and again, I was just as bad, so there's no blame here. We're both really bad. Tied um, the tree to the top of the car so I could bring it to the dump or the transfer station, I guess. Is How are you going to get the tree off the car? I think. Oh, you were going to sweet talk the little man working up there, weren't you? That turned out not to be a problem, A. I know it did. And B, <laughs> I don't like the voice you just used for me, Sean. I don't, even when I don't have bronchitis, I don't sound like that. So, um, so it's Ellsworth, Maine. It's like kind of rush hour. Everybody's just dropped their children off at school. And I'm on my way to the transfer station down the Bangor Road, which is what we call Route 1A or Route 1 or whatever. And I'm going up this road and there's a big bump. And I go over this big bump and the tree falls off my car. <laughs> like it just comes. <laughs> comp- Your husband sucks. <laughs> I did too. I did just. No, I like, stop taking the lead. Well, to you know, be, if that was us, the car would have rolled over before <laughs> that tree came off the roof. To be fair, and to, I've never had a Christmas tree fall down. To be fair, he wouldn't let me help because he was very into tying knots, and he didn't think I was any good at it. So I wasn't actually a part of putting the tree up there, and I'm very conflict averse, so I didn't fight a lot. Maybe I should have been more confident. All of this wouldn't have happened. So anyways, the tree falls off. And I'm like, no, right? I'm like, no, there's a tree in the middle of this road. And there's so much traffic and somebody's going to get hurt from this tree. My Christmas tree, I think her name was Bettina. And like, so, because we, Emily always named our Christmas trees. Still does. Um, So I pull over. But the place where the tree has fallen off on this two-lane, heavily trafficked road is a hill. So, and it's in the middle of the roadway of this hill and in the middle of the lane. And I'm like, I got to get this tree out. And I 
was a lot smaller then than I am now. So I'm like, but I worked out at the Y. So I'm like, I can do this, even though I got crushed by a Christmas tree and couldn't handle that. The very same Christmas tree. The very tree. same Christmas tree. This Christmas already kicked your ass. And I, it already kicked your ass. So I'm like, I got to get it out. I got to get it out. I have adrenaline. People lift up cars when they're like angry and worried and scared, right? So I run out and it's like right over the crest of the hill. And I'm like trying to drag the Christmas tree off of the road, right? And this huge freaking truck, like a like a big truck, like a like a tractor trailer truck. Thank you. Comes over the hill, right? Yeah. And I'm like looking up because I'm bent. And here's this giant freaking truck. I'm like, no. So I dive. It was so drama. I dived out of the roadway into the snowbank like fell, like tumbled over the snowbank, but luckily, luckily I was young and luckily I was young, fell over the snowbank in like this tuck and roll, like gymnastics maneuver, right? And the tree Got hit by the gets hit by the semi and like splits half. And half of it like spirals towards me. And I'm just like, ah, but I'm all right. I like barely get scratched. The other half goes like kind of forward and down the roadway. And the truck is like honk out totally after the fact. It was like you panic honked. And so then he pulled over and he's like, what the hell are you doing? And I'm like, my husband said my Christmas tree to the thing. I was like crying at the side of this road because I almost died by Christmas tree and tractor trailer truck. And he's like, JJ, that's the biggest JD thing I ever saw. Like he had this wicked mean accent and he was just like so upset that I almost died from the Christmas tree. He's like, let's get that damn thing out. And he like just went and like hauled it out. And he was like, you're not putting that in your car. And he took it to the dump for me. That was very nice. Yeah, I don't know exactly how because <clears throat> I think he just threw it in the back. So maybe he didn't even take it to the dump, but it was <laughs> such a big deal. I was like, I ripped my like tights. I like, I was lost a shoe. It was like a disaster. Yeah. yeah. So that I think is more of a holiday disaster than forgetting to bring the gravy to the table on Thanksgiving. <laughs> When your is Christmas tree we, tries to kill is that you. Where we started this? Yes. When, yes. I'm so sorry. It was a little longer a story than I anticipated, but you probably knew that because it was me telling it. But right. yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> what? If you decide to spend your life connected to another human being, try to make sure that at least one of you has mechanical skills to, if you're a Christian, Screw in a Christmas tree into a Christmas tree stand or be able to tie it to the roof of your Subaru. And that is the life lesson we've learned here on Loving the Strange. Sound good? Well, what if I asked you to take the Christmas tree to the dump? You would never do that because you insist on doing everything. Like, I was so much smarter when I married you because I'm like, oh, Sean has like his, his love language is gifts of service. He'll do everything. And you do. You do everything. I'm not everything, baby. And you do it so well. It's Thank embarrassing you. how good you are at everything. I'm not good at everything. Good at everything. All right, let's do some commentary. All right. Susie said. They had clackers. And I don't know, I don't know what a poi, poi ball is. Unless, unless it's a poor boy. And they're playing with the clackers and eating poor boys at the same time. That would be amazing, but I don't think so. Um, yeah. From Hawaii. And maybe Susie will tell us what they are. Oh, yeah. I forgot that part. <laughs> D, D said, clearly, he wasn't very good at it either. So true. Um, oh, hi. Are you okay? All right. And then, whoop. Oh, I am not amazing. Oh, I, yeah, you are, baby. But I did manage to survive that Christmas tree disaster. And but thank you for thinking. Gary's had a lot of close calls. I have. I'm not quite sure how I'm still alive, honestly. I think it's because he's blind in your left eye. That's how she's avoided all of her. It gives her this like supernatural ability of of awareness when she can't actually see out of her peripheral vision. Maybe that like, might be it. Like a bat. 
You're like a bat now. I do echo You're location. half bat. <laughs> Only on your left side. Okay, wait, hold on, Susie. I'll be sure. Thank you. All right, so I am going to tell you my weirdest story of all. All right, you ready? Sure. All right, I'm so sorry you're married to me because you've had to hear this before. Oh, dear. So I was on the Bucksport Road this time <laughs> behind a long line of traffic. Again, a two-lane road, right? And um, it's mostly a two-lane road, but then it's a three-lane road for passing. And my lane is stuck behind a school bus. I'm in a long line of traffic behind the school bus on the Bucksport Road. Blueberry Barrens up to the side. Very main sounding, very romantic, right? The reason why people come here as tourists. And on the opposite side of the road, there's a car. And I notice that this car is going faster than the other cars, but it's also crossing the center line and not stopping for the school bus, right? Like it doesn't look like it's slowing down. So I'm sitting there again in my Subaru going, uh-oh. Uh-oh, because there's nowhere to go. All these cars are right behind the school bus, and we don't have, like, room to, like, veer off, right? And the car coming towards us is getting closer and closer and closer, and all this is really fast, but in my head, it's really, really slow. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. There's nowhere I can go. I'm trapped here in this car as this other car is coming down. And I swear, I saw the car, the guy hits the school bus, end of the school bus, hits the car behind it, hits another car, heading right towards me. I see him open his eyes, right? He's an older man opening his eyes. He has gray hair. And like, there's nowhere for my car to go. And right before he hits my car, it's like my whole car is here. It goes over there. And it was the weirdest thing. And he just grazed my rearview mirror. And like, I always, after that, I was like, why did I get to survive that? Like, what just happened? Like, because my car had been kind of poking out in that line of traffic because I don't see my left eye and I often do that. But it was just like the whole car went. Must have been your supernatural ability. I don't know. Maybe I channeled the Stephen King yeah. carry and did yeah. a little tello blah, 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 and moved my car myself with the power of my mind. But it was the weirdest thing in the whole world. Other than the one other time that I almost got killed by the oil truck. But we're not going <laughs> to tell that story because that's too many carry stories in one podcast. All right. Can you read the Susie comment, babe? Sure. My mom convinced my dad she needed to buy these very beautiful purple and silver German Christmas ornaments. They looked beautiful on the tree until my Uh three-year-old brother rode his tricycle by the tree, yes, inside, and grabbed a branch. (laughs) Oh, no. I think there were three out of the 12 left unbroken. Oh, your poor mama. That sounds so sad. Sure does. I bet those were really pretty ornaments. I know. Uh, Susie also said soft balls. Oh, the poi balls. Poi balls. I don't know how to say that word. I apologize if I'm not saying it correctly. Soft balls, usually made from socks, on long cords. And the object is to get them going in opposite directions without touching. Usually, oh, I've seen these. Usually used in hula and Tahitian dances. I've seen those. I know what you're talking about now. I didn't know the name, though. At all. I didn't either. Yeah. All right. Ready? Yeah. I'm sharing the screen now. Is that okay? Hell yeah. All right. Um, here. Whatever you want to do with that. This has happened in my house before. It's from Board Panda and it's <laughs> Christmas disasters. And for those of you who are watching and not just right. listening, you see a nice older white guy with a mustache and a smile. And he's holding up a nice unwrapped shirt, but still nicely folded so you can tell it's brand new. And it absolutely matches the shirt he's wearing. <laughs> and it says, not only did Grandpa already have this shirt, he was wearing it when he unwrapped it. And it See, that's why I don't buy you clothes, baby. That happened to my dad before. My, my, my father, Barnard, that happened before. Also, I had a husband really? who from had who? this shirt. From who? Uh, my sister. Your sister? Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> was he wearing it? Yep. He was oh my it. god. Yeah. <laughs> and then this one is amazing. And I apologize for those of you who are only listening because it is the most amazing gift wrap I've ever seen. And it's Linus and I think Peppermint Patty. And it's the end of the gift box. And it's gift I received wrapped in such a way that it appears as if Linus and Peppermint Patty are getting it on in front of Marcy. And the best part of this is that Marcy has her mittens over her eyes. Yeah, Linus, that's awesome. Linus and Peppermint Patty are kind of belly to belly. And Linus has his little tongue sticking out of his mouth as if he's really, really focused. He's having a good time. Like he's having a very good time. I don't know. If I would have, my family wouldn't have survived that gift wrapping. Really? We would have all laughed so hard that it oh, would have yeah. been the end You're of the laughing, world. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mine too. And then we have this. And if you are not. Oh my God. <laughs> and if you slowly scroll down, you'll see there are three dogs in the foreground. And behind the three dogs. It's a shit ton of wrapping paper. Language. It looks like they just unwrapped the dog beds. Yeah, like there's just wrapping paper everywhere. Well, it's a huge mess. It's a huge mess. There's a pile of something in the in the fireplace, maybe dog toys. And they're all just standing there, kind of like, <laughs> hey, yeah, we did this. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. I think the board panda ones are amazing. Yeah, they're pretty funny. Yeah. Um, D says, my brother and I used to ride our bikes in the house. Did you grab the Christmas tree, though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, and, and Dizzy sent us a picture on via YouTube of the dancers. And D says the gift wrap is hilarious. It is hilarious. 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 And D said, my brother would have opened the present from the other end and preserved the masterpiece. I think that's what we would have done. Yeah, we would have done that too. Yeah, we've been like, this must be immortalized forever. <laughs> um, D said the tree was not up when they rode their bikes inside the house. <laughs> One step ahead of Susie's family, really. <laughs> I don't ever remember riding a bike in the house. What? Except maybe a tricycle. Really? A little kid. You never rode a bike in the house. I don't, I'm not saying I didn't. I'm saying I don't remember doing it. Do you have more Christmas disaster or holiday disaster? It doesn't need to be about Christmas. No, mine's about gifts, toys, toys. Still toys? Santa Claus is bad ideas. Uh, you don't want me to do toys anymore? I don't know, man. It's just like toys. I think it's funny. All right. I was going to say effing funny, but I changed my mind. So proud of you. Do you have any personal holiday disaster stories from your own life? Mm. Do, 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 do. No. <laughs> the, only one I, the only one that was a disaster to me is when, I, is when we were really, really poor. Yeah. And my mom, like, saved all their spare chains so she could buy me a bicycle. Um, and I wasn't supposed to go in her bedroom for, like, three weeks before Christmas, and I accidentally walked in there one time. Yeah. Yeah, well, if it would have just been the bike that was being hidden from me, <laughs> it wouldn't have been any big deal. I can keep a secret. But my mom was in there, too. <laughs> That's why I went in there to see, ask her a question or something. I just bebopped in and then... Oh boy. She Did was pissed. What was she really upset? Did she yell at she you? She was lot? sad. Like, Aww. Like, I think she was more sad than angry, honestly. Aww. Like she cried. Man. I know. That's so sad. Oh, Susie gave us an angry face on Facebook. Where? I don't know. Up there on the likes and angers. Hope, oh, I Susie, can't see that. hope Susie's not mad at us. He said, oh, my cousin did too. Owner Marky heard me tell the story about Aunt Maxine's Thanksgiving turkey. Um, so D said, I'm sure it was because it was raining, so folks let us ride our bikes in the house. That makes sense, D. Oh. You gotta get out the energy. I, I can't imagine, like, I can totally see that, but right? Just can't ever remember doing it. We didn't. Uh, what I remember of doing it with my bike is that I tried to ride it down the hallway 
we didn't have a really big house. And I remember like kind of like bouncing, like holding. <laughs> Susie said, stupid fat uh, thumbs. Uh, uh. <laughs> we know you're mad now, Susie. Um, you sent us an angry emoji. But yeah, I remember like kind of going down the hallway and being like, doo, 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 and then hitting the mirror because there was a mirror at the end of our hallway and going back down. Really? Yeah. I I think my stepfather, because I was such a bad bike rider, yeah. thought that... He was safer. <laughs> I think he thought it would help me with my balance. But it's really hard to have balance on your bike when you're incompetent. Was your house carpeted? Yeah. Well, that made it harder, too. Honestly. Yeah. And like, and when you're going so slow, like, I think it's harder to be balanced on your bike. Like, yeah. it was slow. Oh, it is. Yeah. Faster, yeah. You're 100% correct. Um, Dee said, I even remember the route we took. <laughs> I even think my parents are cooking in the kitchen when we came through. That's so cute. It is. I think Dee's house is probably bigger than mine. Yeah, mine too. Yeah. Like... <laughs> What? I don't know. It's just so cute imagining little D riding your <laughs> with her brother. Yeah. Probably both of them, I bet. Um do you have any stories, Shani? Well, now I know because you made me feel bad about my no, toys. No, no, don't feel about bad. My toys. Just tell us more toy disaster stories. It's all good. Um <laughs> Okay. Well now I'm gone. Okay. Do you want me to tell us? All right. One of the stories on uh, another Board Panda article um, is uh, about like basically 42 people having a worse Christmas day than you. Again, it's Christmas oriented, even though it's the second day of Hanukkah, but I guess there's more bad Christmas stories. Um, And one of them was so relatable to me um, because I don't know if this has ever happened to you, Shawnee, but I know you're kind of a food-focused human, right? <laughs> Thanks, baby. No, not a bad way. Okay. Um, so this person, they got this, right, for yeah. Christmas. And it's like, oh, look at that. It's a little lobster from Maine, right? Right? candy? And they got it from their aunt, and they thought it was candy. Oh, is it in the razor? But it was soap. Oh, so as you can tell oh, the from cloth. the picture, she <laughs> bit off the cloth thinking it was like a milk chocolate oh, lobster. But no. That's soap. horrible. Yeah. I had my mouth washed out with soap one and only one time. Yeah. Yeah. I did it to myself on purpose. Oh, soap was just nasty. I mean, I probably had worse worse tastes in my mouth by now, but yeah. There's something special about soap. Why did what do you remember what you did? No. No. I don't remember if it was language or really. You know, the way I was talking or what? I don't remember. Um I'm sure it was verbal in nature. <laughs> do you remember what kind of soap it was? Uh probably would have been dove. <laughs> the smell of pixie soap. <laughs> so um this other one made me laugh so much because that was relatable to me. I don't know if any of you have ever married a family and they didn't like you or you had a hard time getting the love or fitting in. But this is a man who said my parents or a woman who said my parents made my wife a stocking for Christmas. And it's a picture of these ornate, beautiful stockings with gold writing that say Addison, William, Stephen, something else and they're beautiful they're like beautiful and adorable and right in the middle is a stocking with a sticky note it's clipped onto it <laughs> and the stocking itself is a white athletic sock that looks used it definitely looks used and on the sticky note it says allison that's horrible <laughs> can you imagine no. I could totally see my ex in laws doing that to me. Oh, yeah, I could too from the stories you tell. Yeah. That's so shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Allison. I feel like everybody in the world needs to give Allison a stocking now. We don't know who Allison is. No, sadly. If we did, I would send her a nice stocking. Oh, Dee has a disaster present story, but she might have shared it before. We don't care. Ready? Yes. You read it. 
One year, we decided to do Secret Santa for Christmas. My aunt had mine, to him, and I had hers. I gave her a watch and a mug with her initial on it. She gave me a used activity book and a shirt from Limited 2. <laughs> I was in college and could not wear a 2X Limited 2 top. <laughs> the best part is that the activity book was used. That's hilarious. I know you're upset about the top, but it's the activity book. Yeah, awesome. but also she's in college and she's giving her an activity book, new or used. It doesn't matter which. I mean, unless it was something like that she really liked, like Sudoku or something. <laughs> My Nana, the one who couldn't cook, she was always giving bad Christmas presents, too, and birthday presents. Like, I would open them first because I didn't want to have them at the end because I knew I'd be disappointed, which is very, very selfish. But whatever, I was a child. But one year, I think I was um, a junior or sophomore in high school, and I opened up my present, and it was um, Care Bear like onesie pjs with feet like with like little feet in them and now i think i'd probably wear them as a grown-up but How old i was like 16. oh uh, you probably shunned them then but you definitely wear them now yeah and i was just like so mortified my boyfriend was there he was laughing hysterically <sighs> i like, would have too it was so bad and she's like don't some of your friends call you Care Bear? So you know it went from like it came from her heart, but like it was. Do you remember oh. which Care Bear was, or was it all four of them? No, it was only one, and it had. I think I had a a cloud. The oh, actual cloud. thing, the actual um, PJs were were like a lilac, like no a light expert. purple. I wouldn't be able to tell you which Care. Look, my little ponies are more my speed, not care oh, Well, sorry. I'm more of a brony. You are more of a brony. I am not. You watch it now. I am brony. <laughs> All right, so Susie said, Sean K. As a kid living overseas, I never knew when Christmas gifts would arrive. One year they arrived in February. Santa wrote a, not, a note of apology Aww. to each of us kids and then and put it in our stockings. Mom orders from Sears catalog. Our stockings were our real socks. No fancy stockings back then. Yeah. <laughs> Just like that lady is. <laughs> Allison. Yeah. I wonder really when the first stocking was. It was probably knitted or crocheted, right? <laughs> well, I, I still have my stocking from when I was a little kid and it's knitted. No, I, I want to know like from. The first time oh. from real sock to stocking transition. Like the fancy stockings? Was, yeah, but I'm imagining the first one was homemade, like, like knitted I in somebody's know. house, right? I'll try to find out if you keep talking. Like somebody's mom had a brilliant idea. So Dee said, I did not. That's not what I was expecting. She didn't know it was used. <laughs> Grumpy bear, maybe, or wish bear. If, uh, there was a cloud. I know there was a cloud on it. And maybe a rainbow. Is there a maybe bear? a rainbow? Yeah. Huh. Well, you got research to do, don't you? Yeah, mm -hmm. but that means you have to keep talking. All right. Well, I tell you. Here's what I just stumbled upon. I don't even know what it said. Okay. <clears throat> it was the Gilbert glass blowing set. What is that? You're going to have to explain it's that. It's a toy. Okay. And it is from, it doesn't say what, it looks like maybe the 50s. Uh-huh. It says glass blowing is also it says glass blowing is a pretty cool skill to have. Glass blowing is also incredibly dangerous, and involving as it does a person blowing into a wad of scorching hot molten glass. So, <laughs> so this was an actual kit where they gave you some glass and these little tubes to yeah. blow it through, and they gave you a device that would heat it up. To around a thousand degrees. Wow. wow. So, I don't know. You know, I don't think the news spread back then like it did. Like, oh, child killed by glass, <laughs> inhaling 
molten glass rather that's than blowing. So bad. But they still managed to get it taken off the shelves. So well, that's too dangerous. I haven't found out what we want yet, but oh, I have, probably never will, baby. But I have found out that there have been stockings hanging for from mantles for ages and ages. And according to ChristmasStocking.com, there's one old famous story about that. And one of the first stories it says, quote, is of a poor old man and his three daughters. And says that his family had lost all of its money. He was really worried about the future for his three daughters, right? Right. And he was like, I have no money to give for their dowries, which was a thing in that culture. So, um, so basically you're paying to get rid of your kid. Um, so as the story goes, St. Nicholas heard about the old man and decided to help him secretly. When the family was fast asleep, St. Nicholas went inside the house and put a bag of gold in each of the wash stockings that his three daughters, not St. Nicholas's daughters, but the old man's daughters, had hung over the fireplace to dry. The next morning, what? There's gold, right? Yeah. But then also there's a legend of Odin, right? Um, who was a god in Norse mythology, and he had a flying horse. And the kids would put out carrots and straw and even sugar in their boots to feed um, Odin's flying horse. And then, because Odin was like, that's so sweet, love it, he would put stocking stuffers into their boots back, you know, like, and candies, right. etc. And in the Netherlands, people still do this, and they don't use stockings, but they fill their shoes with hay or carrot as food for the horse. And in Hungary, they do that too, but they put the shoes beside the door or on the windowsill. Huh. But that does not tell me when the Christmas stockings got all fancy. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. That's all right. That's a hard thing to find. I know, man. I think D fake found your care bear. What Was color? it bashful heart? Yeah, what color do you say mainly? Um like teal? No. My peaches themselves were like a lilac, like a light purple. Well bashful heart's kind of green. Oh, I'm sorry. To me, but he's got a heart and a rainbow. Well, Maybe a cloud and a rainbow. Oh, that looks exactly what was on its belly. And a little pink heart. Yeah. Yeah, but the actual PJs were not that color. They were like a definite. Well, whoever got them probably got them from a generic store. Probably. <laughs> they were Care Bear knockoffs. My Nana was notoriously cheap. She probably was getting me Care Bear knockoffs. <laughs> Welcome to my childhood. <laughs> the flea market. <laughs> Uh, all right, ready? Yeah. Read this from Susie. All right. Oh, he's drinking. Hold on. We had to be very careful when we took off base in Iceland. One Christmas just before my husband and I <laughs> used to front gate, we remembered we had a neighbor's kids' gifts, a neighbor's kids' gifts hidden in our trunk. We made a quick U-turn and headed home to unload the trunk. <clears throat> if we had gone off base and then stopped, the gifts would have been confiscated. That's terrible. Can you imagine? That's your favorite country in the world, baby. I know. Iceland. I do love Iceland. John Bell, yay! I hope you're feeling better, buddy. <laughs> I cough as I say that. She's got <coughs> tuberculosis here. No, I just have bronchitis. Oh, bro I'm sorry. I meant bronchitis. John says there's nothing more dangerous than the Christmas lights with the big glass bulbs. When they broke, they were like razor blades, and you had to use a butter knife to spin them out. Hopefully, after you unplugged it, <laughs> don't ask. I feel like there is a definite. I feel like John's got some experience, but <coughs> maybe that's what led him down the road to working for Florida Power and Light. Maybe. Anyways. Maybe. Did you ever have those kind of bulbs? Oh, yeah, for forever. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were super popular when I was a kid. Yeah, they were so big. <laughs> Uh, Susie has also sent me a message. Ah, you gotta get it, baby. I know I'm so slow. I don't have Facebook let get, open. Let me, get, let me get rid of Bashful Bear. How how can you ever want to get rid of Bashful Bear? Just a tab on my thing. I don't know. I don't know if I'm supposed to read Susie's message aloud. Oh. Oh, so when they lived in Japan, the housing had sliding patio doors at the front of the house by the front door, and the kids would put in hay 
or carrots and their shoes for the camels. And then the shoes would be put by their bed. And the kids had gone, wait, Yokosuka is where they were. I don't know how to say that. The kids had gone to bed and a little while later, I heard someone walking about. I went upstairs and found her shoes outside the door. Then a little later, I heard her on the stairs. She had placed her shoes on the landing. A little later, I heard her come all the way downstairs and I saw her place her shoes by the door. I asked her why they were there and she said, asked, is dad going to leave the door unlocked? And I said, yes. And she said, is he going to leave the patio doors unlocked? And I said, no, why do you ask? And she said, can camels get through the front door? And I was like, no, I do not think so. Plus the kings would let, the, would let them do that. And she was like, okay, good. I was afraid the camels would come in and up to my room and poop on my rug. <laughs> and so then she picked up her shoes and went back upstairs. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my God. Susie says that John Bell probably knows that bubble lights could leave burned fingers. Oh, those things get hot as hell. Yeah. Or they used to. I don't know if they still do. So one of the big things in my house was putting candles in the window, and they used to have cords. And um, we're, like, so safety pro, like, pro that, like, we don't even have cord candles in the windows anymore. Now, this is what we use, and they're battery-operated, so when kitties and doggies run by, their tails won't pull the electrical out. They're knocking out of the window. Yeah, and the bulbs don't break. That's how safety-conscious we are. Yeah, we even have battery-operated lights on our Christmas tree. It's bad, man. That's not true, baby. Oh. We don't have battery operated lights. Oh, we have the little thing that you push and up and down with your foot, though. <laughs> yeah. That is that. No, that's not battery operated. I know. I was lying. <gasps> ding, ding. Oh, ouch. God dang. It's not my fault you're a lying liar who lies, Sean. <laughs> oh, read Susie's next one. Hold on. I got to get back there. Or bite the cords like my cat did. Oh, We've no. had... We've had two sets of, uh, they're like string lights with stars on them. They're star yes. string lights in our bedroom, you know? They kind of get that romantic feeling. But both sets. Get that romantic feeling. Our cats have chewed, literally chewed through the cord of both sets. Oh. It's like they really hate star lights. They do. Or maybe they're just like, hey, we like it better in the dark. We don't want to see that. Maybe, that maybe they think it's like. Looks like a dorm room and it's tacky. A dorm room. Maybe they're not for the You're boho. You're the one who wanted them up there. I know. I'm the tacky <laughs> boho aesthetic. I want to leave everyone on this because I think this is the most amazing disaster ever because it's so it? sad. Oh, somebody's dining room table broke? Their dining room table broke all the way through. I think it may have been glass. Yeah. And there's this picture of the carpet under their dining room table and a man's naked legs. So they're probably in Florida somewhere. And there's Christmas crackers. There's an entire platter of either shrimp or crawfish, crayfish. Oh, man. There's, there's oysters, oysters on the half shell. Oh, there's like everything is just on the floor. Dude, that food looks so good. And I feel like. If you're going to call a food disaster a food disaster, you go with that one. Hell yeah. But also, there's a picture of a Christmas tree and a cat, too. This was almost my life, but Rob Eaton had saved me. And <laughs> finally, this person went up into their attic to oh, get some decorations through. and stepped through their ceiling. And you just see their little itty-bitty baby flip-flop. Rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. Rookie mistake there. We don't do that here. No, we have plywood on cover in our floor joists. <laughs> the only hole you're going to fall through is the one where the attic stairs are. And I'm very good at almost falling through that. Barry's not allowed in the attic. I'm not allowed anywhere. <laughs> Near a Christmas tree, really. <laughs> Thank you all for hanging out with us. Thank so we you weren't very lonely. much. We've missed you. Yeah, I hope you had an okay time. Have a great weekend. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? Today's the 8th. Yeah. Are we going to do a podcast the weekend before Christmas? I don't know how we're going to do that. Yeah. Oh, but we'll boy. see. It might just be next week. 
and then well, I don't know. Two back to back? I don't know, man. All right, man. I just don't know. That's hard to get a commitment out of you. I, I know. I don't know how you even got me to marry you with my issues with commitment. Hey, Jenna. Happy holidays. <clears throat> and uh, Merry Christmas to you, Susie. And yeah. Almost. And uh, everyone, be have very, a good night. Have a good night and be and super. Merry weekend. Merry weekend. <laughs> have a merry, happy weekend. To celebrate Hanukkah, have a great Hanukkah. Thank you for listening to Loving the Strange. Please be sure to like and subscribe. And remember, embrace the strange. New episodes every Saturday, live streaming Fridays. Go get your strange on, friends. Thanks for listening.